I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I just childish, baby. Mr. Talk About His Dick Again, Nerdy Ass Black Kid, whatever, man. I'm sick of him. That well-spoken token who ain't been heard, the only white rapper who's allowed to say the N-word. I buy a bunch of them and put it on my black car. Now I got some street keg. Use it till it's maxed out. I got a girl on my arm, dude. Show respect. Something crazy in Asian, Virginia Tech. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we are in uh, the house on a Tuesday at 5 p.m. Coming to you guys live all the way from the house. Anyway, how's your day so far, Karen? My day's been good. My day has also been excellent. Uh, A lot of people have been giving us feedback on yesterday's episode with our girl, Najayla Ree, a.k.a. Blazing Bitch uh check a website out and all that stuff and uh people been all over on the internet today just telling us like hey good job on the show i can't believe those people talked about you that's crazy they harassed you i'm glad you told their you know that guy's boss that this shit was unacceptable i can't believe this guy worked with kids and um it does my heart warm to be like uh that show don't exist no more it hasn't been 24 hours yeah, somebody notify him. Somebody says something to him. Nobody listens to our show, Karen. Mm-mm. You know, nobody, nobody. Nobody fucks with us, Karen. Like, the guy all said. Y- all y'all out there, nobody's. Why are y'all even here? Y'all ain't nobody. Because a few people listen to our show. We're supposed to be, uh, you know, number one on Podomatic, but nobody cares Mm-mm. what we say and what we do. We're just some black people that love watermelon and chicken yep and, and unemployment and, and like lazy. to be called boy and you can say whatever you want to because it's the internet and it'll never come back to you right not a lot of people believe that bullshit where is your show where is it hovering baby i'm gonna make you love me baby but anyway, that's not why we came here today. No, nope, um, that is not why we came. We here actually today. have a podcast to do uh, that has nothing to do with um, "fuck dog" in the morning not having a show anymore because of their racist dude bro attitude and internet harassment. You know, and I've been actively telling people, don't go seek them out, don't give them publicity. Um, I'm guessing that he must have had his meeting or something and got out that meeting today because all of a sudden, um the show was taken down i mean it's not on itunes not on automatic anymore all the episodes are gone um you know post on the website gone people telling me the dude's facebook is private i haven't gone to check i don't care anymore i said what i had to say i notified the proper authorities because the real thing that's about is these kids man and i don't want these kids or the people's parents when they find out i don't want these people having to deal with that this guy shouldn't be representing anybody publicly with those type of uh edgy comedy humor and shit like that mm-hmm. if you want to go do that go be a big boy and you know be go go make your money like a howard stern or opiate anthony or whatever you want to do go do that if that's the kind of shit you want to do you want to be anthony jeselnik you want to be uh tosh but not funny uh go ahead and do that shit and um good luck there's consequences with everything you say and do man if you won't stand by your own shit then you're gonna always fall by it man so uh Next time, pick on somebody else, man. Don't leave us the fuck out of it. I didn't want to. I didn't want to do that. But it. But it's like, 
they make you you know it's not like i woke up in the morning and said oh great podcast beef no it, the, the fact is that i honestly i really didn't give a fuck it was it, it was one of those things where he told me i was like oh okay i was like what's really going on then when you listen to it you was like oh so this is what's really going on and the thing about it is that it was all funny games to the stop fucking with your money like it was okay to come out and you know tell all this information crack black jokes crack you know sexist jokes crack uh you know racist jokes and all that stuff it was all funny games until your employer says hey that's not cool we got you out here representing us and now all of a sudden your shit is down so what that means is that you can't stand by your word and what that means is that the podcast was not that motherfucking important to you what did uh, terry said in the chat room you told them you blocked them for their protection they should have listened that's exactly i tried to walk away i don't i don't take any pleasure in this i don't know i hopefully this dude still has a job and he learned a lesson and you know he's gonna shut the fuck up around you know about this stuff and just be you know good to his kids and all that stuff man but uh, it's crazy man like he gotta do he gotta do better man it's it's not something that i revel in although i won't lie it feels fucking good to be like a bully gets their due you know because all the time you see this shit people go it's just the internet and nobody else fucking talks about how people aren't getting their due out there you know people but, but, everybody just thinks it's the internet so you can do whatever the fuck you want, want to. to and that's not so because when people fail to realize it's a person on the other side like it is a real live person a human being that's reading that shit right. and and it was all fun and all jokes as long as you thought we was some black folks out of nowhere that you could just pick on and there was no consequences to your actions of slandering two black folks that don't nobody hear and don't nobody listen to and ain't got no audience right. and ain't got no people I don't play your game. I don't want to play a game. This actually is my life. The show is my life. So I'm not game for fucking around on the internet like some type of joke. Leave me the fuck out of it. You got other friends that you guys can hook up with behind the scenes to probably argue with on Podomatic all day. And you guys can have a little fake beef. But if you come for us, shit might get real. And and and, and, I, and I think the thing about it is that we are willing to work with anybody we work with anybody like we don't mind working with people we don't mind collaborating with people we don't mind reaching out with people we don't mind working with people. we don't have a problem with that at all but the problem is that you came at us very negative and you just and you just did it wrong there's and a ton of podcasts i don't like and don't fuck with i just don't say anything to them i, nah, I don't talk about me too. them because i don't give a me. fuck that's right i got the same thing that's and if true. i did i'd be prepared that those motherfuckers might do something back because you can't these are real people yes with real feelings and real emotions right there's a ton of people i just don't talk about their shows because it's like man that's a negative thing to say and it's not helping anything and it's not raising my profile to talk shit about these people at all and everybody's taste is not the same like it's people that love shows i don't listen to but that's their shit and i'm like hey you roll with your shit i roll with mine right but you think you can do that shit and then run on the news and talk about teaching the kids that ain't happening fuck you you know like you don't get to have that type of profile and then go out here spreading this negativity and then run back like it's all good like fuck you fuck your life man i'm glad that that dude had to take that shit down man i like i said i'm not even saying i hope this dude loses his job or whatever although an argument could be made the motherfucker like that shouldn't be around no kids to be quite honest 
you know what i mean if i found out a person like that was teaching my kid i definitely have a fucking problem with it you know oh you thought that was comfortable to just put that shit out there to all these different people so what happens happens i don't give a fuck you know but it's just the point being if you weren't fucking with a hornet's nest you won't get stung just leave us the fuck alone this is the blackout tips podcast and you can find us a bunch of ways go to the blackouttips.com and check us out there we got a bunch of information contact all that stuff is there you can also uh become a uh, a member of the site uh you can do stuff like uh vote in the polls you can uh do things like leave comments and comments on the votes and all that stuff um do all that uh join the premium you know network and stuff here here's some of the premium shows um we actually have a new clip to play today um my interview with uh mrs chart uh miss miss chartreuse i guess it's mrs chartreuse now though Mm -hmm. because she is married um and for people that remember um people that remember how uh you know the consumption junction which is a big uh we were big fans of their show we worked with them a lot we had some good crossover episodes and uh, i really love uh i really love uh both miss chartreuse and bo king me too uh but you know they broke up man and uh one of the things i had to ask her about was the breakup and you know she's got a new relationship she's moving to trinidad and uh this she's like ready to be a mom yeah and she's one of the most like eloquent talkers uh that i've had on the show that you know she's just very well spoken and uh puts her thoughts together in such an interesting way and then she's always like laid back and low-key too so like i had to turn the volume up because she's so chill you know um but uh one of the things i always enjoy talking to talking with miss chartreuse is that i feel like all the laughs are earned like she's not one of those people that just laughs at just anything to make you feel comfortable so it's like whenever i did get her to laugh at something or that we said a joke or a shared experience uh it really felt good because it's like you know it's genuine to it because it's mm-hmm. not just someone trying to kiss your ass because they're nervous or whatever true um but yeah so let me play that clip uh it's medium talk episode nine uh and i think the name is where in the world is miss chartreuse so here you go One, two, three, four, medium talk. hey and welcome to another episode of medium talk on the blackout tips uh premium podcast section it's miss chartreuse um formerly of the consumption junctions where a lot of y'all might know her from well i guess i i, I should start with what i'm sure everybody's wondering like you, you, how did Consumption Junction come to an end? I think anybody who listened to the very last episode that I was on could probably tell that it was on its last leg. At least I felt so when we were recording it, just because it, it seemed that um, Bokeen and I were coming at things from very different perspectives, mm. I guess. And I know that that was always our thing, like the ratchet and the reason and, you know, he was a funny man, and I was, like, the thinking woman or whatever. But, um, I don't know, I guess it just kind of reached a point where I was becoming very, very different than I had been in the beginning. So, shortly after the recording of that, I did end up wrapping up the relationship with Bokeen, and I know it kind of felt like it was out of nowhere, but it was one of those things where you kind of know in your subconscious that it's, it's coming you kind of drag it out for a little bit longer than you should well y'all i'll tell you this thing too you guys were my first uh ever uh online breakup that i went through um so that you guys broke my online breakup virginity um there's been a few since but uh you know you never forget your first 
I feel like when women uh, are done, they know long before they do anything. So is is like so they it's like women are so much uh, better than men at, um, <laughs> at, at at moving on because they have like an exit strategy and like they're already onto some new shit. It was right. just that I was very different. So um, I I was just very honest and truthful and you know even in wrapping that up I did tell him how I was becoming very close to my business partner Dread who is now my husband mm-hmm. and. You know, everything really did happen very fast, but in truth, you know, when you know on a spiritual level, you know, the kind of person that you are compatible with, you know, everything just kind of fell into place really, really fast according to, like, human standards, but uh, it was just a natural next thing, and everything has just kind of played out very nicely ever since then. So, um, how'd you like uh, the culture of Trinidad? Oh, it's the most beautiful thing in the world, and I describe it best as freedom. Mm. It is a free place where you don't feel like you're looking over your shoulder or being chased or like you're taking a risk by stepping out of your house. And most importantly to me, I love that it is an all-black and brown nation. For me, uh, my latest realization is that a lot of what happens in the United States is just like gaslighting. It's been my big new term just because I've been gone for so long, but I come back here and I'm just like, you know, the media, culture, society is really just fucking with black people. You know what's funny about that is we just started a new segment on our show called Fucking with Black People. Yeah, they definitely throw on some soca um, every Saturday or Sunday morning to clean up. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, they would throw that shit on at like 6 a.m. So I have a natural disdain for soca, even though I don't dislike the music. I associate it with getting my ass up at six in the morning. Yeah. I totally understand, and they do that in Trinidad too. <laughs> true, man. I mean, every morning, ghetto blasters blasting down the street. Yes. I would wake up on Sunday, open my door, walk into the hallway, and stare into his room with just daggers of death from my eyes. And without fail, every single fucking time, he would turn around with the biggest smile on his face and wave at me like he was waving at someone across a football field like, hey! It's like, like, man, I fucking hate you. Uh, So, yeah, that was uh, parts of my interview. There's a lot I had to take out, obviously. Um, And this is like one of the hardest interviews for me to narrow down because she had so much to say. We had such a good rapport. And we were both kind of talking at length about things and like, when I originally did this trailer, it was like six minutes long, and I kept cutting it down. And finally, I think I got it to just like at four minutes or something. And I was like, that's the best one I'm going to do. Like, I cut everything out just about. But uh, it was a really good conversation, man. And, Sounds uh, like it. Sounds like you're talking about our, 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 our boys from college. Yeah, yeah, I was. Uh, Jason was one of the people I was talking about, and um, he was – uh, he, he used – he was like a, older than us, you know, like mm-hmm. 20-something, and – I would wake up on the weekend or something and this motherfucker would be cleaning up his house, cleaning up his room and he would just have soca music blasting hard as hell and I would just wake up and look at him like I want to fucking kill you and he would just disarm me with a smile and just act like it was a great time and I'd be like man fuck you and then go back try to go back uh to my bed. <laughs> it's impossible to sleep What's with What's soca music? music? Um, well, I actually looked up a playlist on uh, Spotify. Um, let me see if I can give you a good example of some soca music. It's kind of upbeat. Oh, my baby. 
It's like similar to reggae. Kinda. And this is like newer Soka. He was like, was well, he that at old school? He would bump some old shit, and it would just be like people talking and stuff over it. It was it was crazy. Let me see. More like this. It's stuff like this for hours. Oh shit, for hours. Imagine being woken up to this. You know, it's college is after Saturday. You probably had stayed up late all night long. And yes. Saturday morning, you just hear, hey. And the, and, the, and then the worst part of I know you probably got used to, it, but the worst part about it, they had that they spoke English, but it was it was like a butter knife for your ears to try to cut through mm-hmm. their accent. So you can imagine this plan and them just saying, "Bumble the clap, how are you doing, Roddy?" Look at my face. I think Bubba Class Jamaican, but yes, I understand. My bad. Hey! I was like, man, come on. And the shit would go on forever. Forever. And you know what? One thing I can say, I think... Uh, the one of the most accomplished things that ever happened to me in school is when they spoke naturally and I understood them. I felt like I needed a fucking achievement point. I was like, ding, yeah. ding, ding. Achievement unlock. You understand people from Trinidad. Yes. And, and from that point on, I was like, cool. Cause at first, huh? What? Yeah. Uh, say that again. Uh, that, that was the whole conversation with them. Yeah, everybody at college used to think they were from Jamaica anyway. So that was always weird. Um, and then they would kind of get upset about it because they not Jamaican, um, which I guess I can understand. Anyway, the official weapon of the show is Taser, unofficial sport, bullet ball, and bullet ball extreme. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's talk about something important that happened yesterday, other okay. than ending someone's podcast uh, for fucking with us and being racist. Um, Amazon dot com went down for about thirty minutes and uh everyone on the internet lost their shit. So I bet they did because one thing about Amazon is that a lot of people uh praise them for always being up and having some of the best internet customer service. Like like they they was they like I think here in North Carolina they're hiring like a few thousand people to extend to extend their uh customer service. Uh because one thing about Amazon is that Amazon is literally competing against like box physical stores. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is that it's actually more convenient for me and Roger to order some shit off of Amazon and have it shipped to the house than to get in our car, fucking drive downtown, deal with the terrible customer service at Best Buy, had a, a lady ignore us after we order some shit and go off and do some other shit and we stand there 15 minutes and then somebody finally decides to help us. It's easier to go on Amazon and say, here's some shit. Okay, I got it in two or three days. And one thing I do love about Amazon, sometimes you get that shit before the time. Exactly. Uh, you could buy anything on Amazon now. Anything. I mean, heard pretty much like condoms and all kinds of shit. It's pretty much just a middleman now. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, if you need to buy boxes to pack your shit and get up out of the fucking office uh, on a Tuesday, you can Amazon, go on Amazon.com. You, you know, buy the, buy the boxes, put all your shit in there, and walk the fuck out the door. You know, it'd be like, I shouldn't have fucked with them niggas on that podcast. Um, But, uh, yeah, it's back up. So everybody can calm down and, uh, you know, nobody needs to be worried anymore. Okay, guys, it's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. They were panicking too. What do you mean? 
you ain't even looking on Amazon. I don't care, it's down. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't. I might need to buy something. I need to be sure it's up. Uh, another th- random thing I wanted to talk about, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is a woman thing. Mm-hmm. But I like, and I, this, like, when we left for our trip to Charleston, I kept thinking to myself, because I woke up that morning, Karen was already up, mm-hmm. and she was cleaning the house like a mad woman. Mm-hmm. And I said, why the fuck is Karen cleaning the house <laughs> that we are about to leave? You know, like I, I didn't wake up and she was packing. I woke up and she was cleaning. And mm-hmm. I thought, that's crazy. Karen is cleaning the house <laughs> as we leave. Mm-hmm. We're leaving. We're going to another place. Why clean? This is stupid. Now, I didn't say anything because, <laughs> you know, I'm, you know, as a husband, as a man, you learn to be patient. You learn to accept people. You learn that you don't understand everything. You don't know everything, guys. So sometimes you have to walk away and go, okay, guys, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Try to she, figure out. She feels the need to clean up the house before we leave. Mm-hmm. Not when we get back. Mm-mm. That's fine. I don't give a fuck. You know, it doesn't seem to make logistical sense to me. But then we came back home mm-hmm. after our road trip, mm-hmm. being on the road, all this stuff. And we walked into a clean house. Yes, sir. That's why women will always be better than men. <laughs> it's the best thing ever because a lot of times when you go on vacation, I mean, I was doing everything. I was dumping in our trash. I, I wanted to be sure I was mopping floors, cleaning bathrooms. Because I was like, when I bring my ass back, I'm not doing shit for like two or three days. And, uh, and the last thing you want to do is after you've been on vacation is to come home to a dirty ass house. Maybe that's just me personally. No, it's not just you. It's all the women think like this. Y'all are so much better than us. I couldn't. That is something like I literally literally (laughs) just I had a moment when I hit the door like, oh, like, I'm glad I didn't say anything. I'm glad I didn't make any (laughs) jokes. I'm glad I didn't try to be like, why are you cleaning the house? You know, we about to leave anyway. Shouldn't you be packing? We're going to be late. Like, I just woke up and said, I don't know what the fuck she's doing. (laughs) I don't let her do a thing. Whatever. And now I'm like. Thank God I just didn't say shit. I really, <laughs> really it's all pine solony and stuff. I, <laughs> I appreciate it coming home to, cause you know, you leave a, a very static environment anyway, whenever you leave, uh, uh, another, you know, whenever you leave the hotel, mm-hmm. cause it's not your hotel and Mm-mm. they pretty much make that space so it can be cleaned at will and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So you leave in this environment and then you're coming back and, uh, it's, you know, it can definitely be off-putting or whatever. So it it was one of those moments where I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I'm back among my shit and my shit is clean. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't a hard mattress of a hotel room mm-hmm. or the, you know, uh, this isn't, I don't have a kitchen. You know, <laughs> like my kitchen is clean. Everything yeah, is I back to zero. Sheets. I changed the I was not fucking around. I was like, mm-mm. Yeah, it would have been a real different feeling if I came back in the house just like we left it because it would have been like um almost like how you leave a hotel room. Like you leave yeah. a hotel room, you can leave it kind of disheveled a little bit because you're like, someone else is going to clean this up. Yes, sir. But when you come in and it's like, oh, I have fresh sheets. Yes. <laughs> my linens have changed. Yes. All my dishes are clean. Like, ah, I, I'm telling you, man, something about it was dope. Um, Another thing I was thinking about, what is the point of bluetooth uh headphones and all this stuff mm-hmm. earpieces what's the point of pairing any of them if they all have the same pin com- code which is zero 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 <laughs> yes they do 
like if they all had the same code and is it really secure like couldn't we just come up with a better way to connect them can you just hit a button on the phone and hit a button on the bluetooth why even waste a step of putting in the four zeros it doesn't really seem like it needs to happen if all the codes are the same and you can't change the code so oh yeah you can't it's not like you can take your bluetooth and there's an extra layer of buttons underneath where you can go put in your pin code you know so what's the point so basically somebody can take it and sync it up to their shit anyone could you just you wow. could just steal someone's bluetooth take it home and zero 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 and now it's yours so i don't <laughs> what's the fucking point of that code i was thinking about that shit all week um karen you watched the movie sharknado mm-hmm. i haven't watched it yet i still have it on my dvr i need to watch it soon but i was thinking they're making a sharknado too uh it's probably gonna be coming to theaters now yes so what are the sharks gonna wear to their movie premiere because the sharks are the stars of the film uh tuxedos of course right but nobody has tuxedos for sharks so i was thinking for sharknado 2 the second one someone needs to invent clothing for sharks called shark zitos <laughs> and it's just you, you, know, you think they're gonna be spraying themselves with some shark cologne yeah mm-hmm. you put some it's uh, gonna be called blood mist you know they like to like the blood they do like blood that is true um they can call it chum by calvin klein <laughs> just, just spread it on them um all right and now uh here's the other thing i want to say too um customer service is very important people now, for those that know, that have been following the show, we had a couple issues with uh, U-verse last month. Mm-hmm. We ended up having to miss a show. No, we had to re-record a show like five times. Yeah, we and Chris ended up having to bump his his show. Yeah, Chris Lambert, we had to completely get rid of that show because he couldn't. We couldn't do it with a guest on the line because we kept thinking the internet was going to drop. Yep, and then we were supposed to record uh, a show with Chris from his Sandy check. He ended up having to bump it because we couldn't record with him mm-hmm so basically that was last month we got everything worked out a guy came out took him a couple of days to get it fixed uh whatever but the guy came out a couple of days later got it fixed uh said it was something like a node that the such and such was rusty and they fixed it and now it's good to go and it worked for a few weeks then we go on vacation right we have a good time on vacation recording all of the dvr shows and stuff we come back home uh because we we come back home on like a tuesday but we still have another three four days of vacation right mm-hmm. we're not going back to work till monday so late so here's some important things okay guys about to get into this story mm-hmm. now this is gonna be the story of karen's downfall <laughs> and karen's come up okay guys so bear all with in me. the same story Woo-hoo! bear with us okay <laughs> so uh i go out to play ball wednesday night and you know, we even thought about possibly doing a podcast on Wednesday night, but we decided against it. Like, no, let's stick to our vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and enjoy our time off. Yeah, let's really have a mental break. Let's not do any, like, guest features on podcasts. Let's not do mm-hmm. any spinoff shows. Nothing. Uh, we were releasing spinoff shows, but I recorded those the week before, Secrets Out of the Bag. So I was like, all right, cool. That sounds great, Karen. We'll just chill out. So I get to the gym, playing basketball. I get a phone call. Hey, the internet is out and it was all jerky and stuff because she couldn't get phone reception i was like okay what's going on um so i said you know call uverse 
figure it out you know i get home and karen tells me the modem is broken and they're gonna send us a new modem mm-hmm. um i'm just taking karen's word for it. why because i trust her <laughs> as someone who lives in this house i said i asked you to call and i assume that you got taken care of it why because we are equals y'all mm-hmm. what she says is the same thing as what i would say that's how i looked at it so what this means is that we don't have any internet any tv any phone for two days everything's down until we get a new model right no serviceman is coming out karen has told them something that made them say it is the modem right mm-hmm. so i didn't know we get a motor so we get the new modem in friday afternoon i was giddy i was with joy i said finally we can have tv back i hook it up new modem don't work and it has the same exact problem as the modem before it and the one light that's red is the service light the service light y'all Every other light is green. It's getting a signal, all this other stuff. But the service light is saying it's out of service for some reason. It can't receive a signal. So I was like, okay, this is crazy. Karen, call the uh, customer service people again. Tell them that the service light keeps coming on blinking red. And then it resets the modem and it comes on and blinks red again. So now I'm listening to Karen in the other room because that's where she can get phone reception. She's on a Bluetooth. And she's like, yeah, um, the modem keeps clicking and popping like it was before. And it's not working. And I go, huh, that is not what I said to say. (laughs) And that is also not what it's doing. Now, if you had UVerse or whatever, you've ever had a modem, Basically, it wasn't getting a signal, and then it resets itself. It reboots itself to get a signal. And when it does that, it makes a slight clicking noise once every five to ten minutes when it resets. If I told you guys that something was clicking and popping, you would think that that was happening, what, every 20, 30 seconds? It was a constant noise. It was maybe it was smoke coming out of it, and you need to unplug it. Like, obviously, that thing is broken. It's not supposed to click and pop. That is what normal people think when they hear clicking and popping. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I heard this and I put two and two together and was like, the modem was never broken for our <laughs> old one. They wasted two days of our time. We should have had a service tech come out, look at it and hook up whatever wires outside were fucked up because obviously this wasn't a us problem. It was a them problem. You know, this is like everything is fine in here. Everything is green except the service light, which is what everyone out, what we get from outside. So, um, I, you know, I, I, so I basically, I told Karen, I said, no, tell them the service light is on and tell them we need a technician to come look at this. So they say, Hey, we got a technician in the area. They should be able to come before eight and take a look at it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, I'm kind of just thinking about how Karen was talking to customer service and I'm like stewing on it and I'm like, man, can't, I don't think Karen knows how to talk to customer service people. <laughs> like this problem should have been taken care of two days ago and now it's going to probably be a three or four day problem, mm-hmm. right? And keep in mind, our internet is our business. Even when we're off, we still have things going on with people trying to get customer service for their accounts. Mm-hmm. We still have the website to manage. We still have a bunch of other stuff, you know, so we don't have a choice but to deal with these things. 
um so we're you know karen goes to get her hair done or something and i'm sitting in the house waiting on the guy to show up and it's excruciating because you really don't realize how much you depend on the internet until you don't have it and it feels like there's nothing to do oh my god it, you know what it felt like the world was passing you by and it was not a goddamn thing you could do about it we didn't know what the weather was because <laughs> that's the thing like we went outside it's raining oh shit that's right i was like i thought about it. I was like shit well, ain't like we could have watched the news that right. let us know it's fucking raining and uh and, and and i think the thing about it was that we when our all our stuff is all that bundled in one and it's like telephone internet uh cable and uh, where we are some you know some apartment complexes don't get good cell phone reception so we actually got a uh, one of them extension boxes do Verizon and boost our signal, which also goes through the internet. So everything is down. So, um, you know, like the tech man was like, I called you. I was like, I looked at him like, nigga, you're not going to reach us because our well, cell phones are down. This is before the tech man got here. So, yes. So then Karen goes to get her hair done and one technician comes out and he is just like, I guess a, a technician that does all the basic stuff yeah so he like flips some wires around behind the thing looks at things make sure everything's connected sees that we're getting the signal he's like well it looks like you're getting the signal i don't know what's wrong uh i guess we'll have somebody come by in the morning so one of the outside technicians to have a look at it and see if we can get it going so i'm like okay sounds like another day of not having service um and karen i did get karen to call back the first time and make sure that we got bit uh compensated for the lack of service that we had for those first two days mm-hmm. um but you know it's like now it's going on three and four days it's getting kind of crazy it's getting really close to when we're about to do the next show so that was n- nerve-wracking so you know we went out to dinner that night and uh we were talking oh we're both getting behind on podcasts all this stuff right mm-hmm. so we go out to dinner that night and let me tell you guys something the key to one of the keys not the key one of the keys to i think a good romantic relationship is the ability to talk to each other like adults Mm -hmm. and i don't mean that in the way that people think i'm like gruff mean Mm -hmm. uh like straight to the point harsh that's not what i mean i mean to talk with some civility about your issues because my thing to Karen was like, you know, cause inside I think I was still kind of fuming, like, man, we really missed the opportunity here and this is our business and it has to be taken seriously. A technician should have came out and looked at this minimum the first day, no matter what was wrong, you know, just because we can't afford to be down if there's something we can do about it on the spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know it's just not acceptable ever for them to be able to be like well we'll just send you a new part and the part isn't broken um so i was like look i know how you get when it comes to technology and stuff sometimes you get a little scared about it you get a little uptight you just don't want to even think about it or deal with it but when you look at this box and you see all the lights are green except for the red light which is the service light you know something should click in you to go okay this is something wrong with the service because that's what the indicator is telling me right um also when you call somebody you know and it's the same thing when you turn in a car like your car needs to be fixed right describing the problem is probably 95 percent of your purpose of even taking it to the shop of even calling someone for help 
all they you really can the only thing you can do to help them is describe the problem best as possible right mm-hmm. and i was like when you call customer service you should always have a solution in mind of what you want from that call like you don't call them just to call them they're not your buddies they're not your friends and karen's so nice and so lovely to people on the phone that you know a lot of times i'm listening to her talk to customer service and i'm like you're letting them off the hook like they their product is failing you and then you're making it sound like it's okay when i know when you hang up that phone you're gonna be like it's not it's not okay and you're gonna come to me like i'm mad about it and i'm like that's not conveyed to the customer service representative and they don't feel like you have a problem that is worth fixing like they feel like well close enough she's happy no matter what and i'm not saying you need to be mean to the people or not cordial but you know with the sweetie pie honey i'm a happy camper stuff i'm like it's not helping because they keep they always shrug you off when you call and it always takes two three days for us to get any traction on anything that you call about and you know these are you know these are important things for our for our money at this point right so um we had this discussion and you know, and and we talked about it. You know, and, I, and Karen, I mean, from your end, did you feel like the conversation was mean or condescending or anything like that? Or no, um, this is this is my perspective. Uh, when we talked, I got angry, not with you, but with me. Um, yeah, I was trying to calm you down too, to be like, don't be mad at yourself. It's too late. <laughs> like this is just some shit we can handle going forward in the future. <laughs> I began to get very angry. Yeah. Because I sat and I thought about it, and it was one of the things where the light bulb came off, and it pissed me. I was like, nigga, well, I'm the nicest of shit now. And and I began to go from one extreme to the other extreme. Like, um, what, do I got to call and cuss a motherfucker out for shit to be done? And he was like, right. no, 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 you ain't got to right. do that either. She immediately jumped to 10. Like, I was just like, look, you can't call up there. <laughs> like act like y'all are friends and shit you gotta really call up there and get them to do their job because it matters you know and karen's just like so i just need to call up there and cuss them out i was like no that isn't anything that i said i did not support cussing these people out that are just doing that job i'm saying there's other ways to handle it like maybe you go to five instead of going to ten let's go to five first and you know um so um karen really took it upon herself like that night like we we went to dinner and stuff that night she called because they told us well the guy will be out there in the morning and i was like you know what um i'm not comfortable with the guy saying that because he just told me that to his face to my face and then he didn't give me a time i don't like these uh just ambiguous ass times that they do um when there's a problem i hate that shit when they're like well you know uh we'll be out there in the morning first thing in the morning at eight uh six in the morning ten in the morning uh let me know so karen we get home she calls him and first thing you do is make sure that he's coming out here at what time right he dead the, pep- the lady told me 10 right then i you know i go to bed i'm like cool 10 o'clock we'll just I, i'm not gonna play ball we're just gonna stay in and i want to be here when he gets here so we can make sure we get his shit taken care of and i wake up in the morning karen's already up and she's like i called him again they say he should be out here at like 9 45 i call. was not fucking with them i was like you know what 
I'm going to make my issue your issue. I know you don't give a fuck that nothing's working here, but I care. And I'm very concerned about this. So, yes, I, I, but, but about the three or four days, I call them literally two to three times a day. I don't give a fuck if I got on your goddamn nerves. It's your job. Your job is to talk to me. As long as I'm not being nasty, mean, or rude, or cussing you out, your job as customer service is to make sure my shit works. I know that the person I'm on the phone with probably can't do shit about my issue, but you know one goddamn thing? You're going to give me answers when well, I they, ask you a you question. You know what? They can always give, do something, or else they don't have that job. Even if something is just getting a technician to come out there, that's something they can do. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So it's like when you're calling, I think a lot of the time they were looking at it like, um, we need to make sure this is taken care of. This person's not going away. So, you know, oh, no, I wasn't, I wasn't going away. And every time I, t- every, and, and, and the thing about it, every time I told them, I look, this is the second time I've called today. This is the third time I've called today. I've called you. I talked to such and such. I talked to such and such. And now I'm talking to you. Um, okay. Um, and my, and my thing was this was that, yes, I called that night before she told me 10. I got up. I called that morning and, um, I was like, Hey, uh, they told me that, that they was coming at 10. It was like, well, we can't actually give you a time, uh, like, a, like, a, like an actual time at 10. I was like, well, can you give me a time frame? Because I don't want to waste my time and none of my shit works all my shit needs to work and it needs to work right now you say he's coming today i better see him today or else we're gonna have some issues right and i you know i woke up to karen just going in on people on the phone and uh lo and behold the dude shows up uh called me left several messages now phone couldn't get reception so i couldn't answer it or didn't even know i got messages till we got a knock on the door he opens the door he's like did you get my messages i said man listen the reason you here is because ain't shit working. Ain't that including true? Including my phone. So that's why you went to voicemail, sir. Right. So I'm like, you know, you being here is a big deal. Uh, what's going on? And he was like, I got you getting a signal. He, it took him like 10, 15 minutes, set everything up. All of a sudden, man, this is the most an AT&T guys ever talked to us. This is like the most cordial he been after he, he was leaving. He was like, talking to karen he said you should ask for uh a month free don't tell nobody i said that because <laughs> because of how much crap they obviously put you through and how you know this is the second time this happened um so karen was determined because i was looking at dude like a month free that's crazy um because it's like you know even if you counted out total what they did compensate us for the days that you know it wasn't working um but uh Karen, you know, Karen was like, uh, a month free. You shouldn't have told me that. You sure shouldn't have. So as soon as he left, she was on that phone again. <laughs> she was going there. Yes, in. I was on that phone. I was calling him back again. I told the lady I wanted, cause I, cause when you first called back, cause I had to call back because, uh, the man told us that we could send the box because what happened, there was nothing wrong with the old box. Right. In fact, he took the old box and restarted our shit up and said there was something wrong with the new box. Mm-hmm. So now I had to call, uh, to be sure because he said that we didn't have the paper to send this, to send the paper back. Uh, like, like the, uh, the paper, the label, the label to send the stuff back. So I had to call the lady for that. And so I was talking to her and I was explaining, you know, explaining the situation to her. She said, well, I can do that. I said, and, and I was like, well, is there any way we can get them on free? And she was like, well, I can't do anything about that. She said, I'm just the, you know, technical support. I said, like, okay, well, you do whatever it is you have to do. And I was like, um, and, and after you do your job, I said, I would like to speak to a supervisor or a manager. She was like, well, my supervisor and manager can't do anything. I was like, well, that's okay. I said, I will patiently sit here and wait. She was like, well, uh, we can't do anything. We'll transfer you two over to the billing department. I said, okay. I I will sit here and wait on the billing department. I don't have a problem with this. I got all goddamn day. My shit works now. I don't have a problem sitting here waiting on you. So um, I was on the phone with them for about almost an hour. 
Yeah. I, I didn't give a damn. Um, and so after she, she said, okay, she said, okay, I've taken everything I've talked to, you know, it'll been in the apartment. I'm going to transfer you over. I was like, okay, that, you know, that's fine. She transferred me over. So, uh, the first lady I talked to, uh, she, you know, told me, you know, yeah, well, yeah, this is what we can do. We can give you, you know, this plus a $10 or something like that. She was like $60. And I was like, ma'am, that's not sufficient. I, and, 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 and I wasn't Nancy Russell, ma'am, that's not sufficient. I said, this is the second time this has happened. I, I, I say, uh, you're going to have to do something a little bit better, you know, than this, uh, because I'm not satisfied. Right. And so she got the phone. She got a supervisor and manager on. So I talked to supervisor and manager and I told her the same thing. And she was like, well, we can't, we can't do something that happened in the past. I said, you don't have anything in your computer, anything in your system that shows this shit went down beforehand. I said, right. you have inconvenienced me. I My- heard at one point I heard you say something like, you don't care about loyalty. I was like, get them. Yeah, because I pay my goddamn bill on time. Right. You have your hand out every month time I pay me. Well, bitch, I paid you. So you know what? My shit ought to work every goddamn day. Right. I agree, man. Um, at the end of the day, I think we end up getting like 50 or $60 off. And, and you know, and and I went to go pay the bill and it was like $70 normal than lower than normal. And the bill, like they took that money off instantly. Like I was thinking we'll get credited next month or something. I went and looked at that bill. I was like, the fuck happened to this bill? It's seventy dollars missing. She, like, I, I guess I guess she dipped it more because I want because I'm gonna tell you right now. I talked to that lady and she was like, "Well, ma'am, you know this is all we can do." She was like, "Now if you'd have had, if you've been out for a month, we'd have gave you a month credit." I said, "No, no, no, you don't understand my business. Everything you finna realize this. I don't have no phone. I don't have no internet. I don't have no cable. I don't have no cell phone. Nothing works here, ma'am. Nothing. I know you're not concerned about nothing working here. I do pay yeah. you every day, and I know this is not your concern." And she was like, "Well, ma'am, this is all I can do." I said, "Well, I'm not satisfied with this answer." I said. What is your name, ma'am? She gave me her name and she gave me her code identification. And when I got off the phone, Roger said it's okay. I said, You better be glad you said it's okay because I was about to email and write somebody because goddammit, I was going to get rid of a month free. You have inconvenienced me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, she went in, man. I, but she was back here drafting up a letter. I said, Okay, Karen, that's enough. Uh, you got him. You won. Okay. You got to we, 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 I'm calling you off. I, <laughs> because i was because he was like i'm satisfied i was like are you sure because if you satisfied i'm satisfied i say but you know what's crazy they called me today like three times left a message talk call me again uh talk to me live just to be like is everything okay is everything fine with your service now uh we were just calling to check on you and make sure that you know you want me let me tell you what i guarantee you I guarantee you several things. They probably seen that I had called 25 times over the past week. They probably seen they sent out technicians out there. And that lady probably let them know that I was not happy. And she probably let them know that they was going to hear from me. Like, I think they, they was really afraid that they was going to hear from me. Because when I tell you, and I plainly let that lady know, and I was not happy. And then I think the thing that really pissed me off and really wanted me to write that letter. If I'm calling you because I have an issue and a problem and I always pay on time, don't turn around and be like, well, we're going to drop your bill. Okay, would you like to pay today no bitch i pay you when the goddamn bill is due right mm-hmm. i agree uh let's uh get get into the rest of the show uh we got some but i but i am oh, happy oh, though i'm sorry but i am happy though oh, okay thank you i i i i i am happy i think I, I i think it's just one of those things where i came to the reality that uh you ha- i had to make my problem their problem and right nobody's gonna care or be concerned about your shit other than you and the black guy who tips means the world to me as much as it means the world to our fans. So it's very important that everything is up and everything is running. Everything is sufficient at all times. And right. when it's not, 
I will raise hell or high water to be sure that we do shit because you know what? We was going to do uh, 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 the uh, nerd off and we we're going to do shit over the weekend, but we were not able to do it because the stuff was not working correctly. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, I uh, have an issue when I pay my bill, I pay my bill on time, I go to work every day, I do what I'm supposed to do, and you're going to turn around and stick your middle finger up at me and tell me that your loyalty means nothing to, to me. And, and and that makes me highly, highly upset because I feel like you're insulting my intelligence and you're insulting who I am. And it's one of those things where I felt, I got to the point where I said, you know what, I have the power and I have the control in this situation. I am the customer here. I am the customer. And I am not an asshole customer. I know I'm not an asshole customer. I wouldn't call you if my shit worked and i think that's what began to make me angry because i felt like you were smacking me in the face for for, for being loyal and because I, I and i told him i, I not when i talked to the not super- even just for being loyal but for being nice yes you know because you hear stories all the time from people that work at customer service and no one wants to be that dick but you always hear these stories of, well they called up and they cussed me out they called up and they did such and such they called up and they blah 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 and you know it, but i always think like yeah that's fucked up but did you handle that problem because sometimes i call customer service i'm polite and i'm nice and then i get off the phone and i go they didn't do shit for me yes 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 and 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 and, and i'm and i'm gonna get to the fact where if anything else happens i'm going to immediately say I'm not going no running no rhetoric with you. We're not. You bring a technician. I don't give a fuck about what bounces to you. Bring somebody here. Bring them here. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's wrong. Bring somebody ass here that does and fix my shit. Right. A person should have been out here the next day after we call on Wednesday. And then the guy told me while he was here, he's like, yeah, uh, apparently there was a problem with the server and everybody in this area was down i'm like everybody in this area was down we've been down since wednesday why are you just now getting to this and not only that that, means multiple customers were having issues and not only that why when i called you nobody told me that there was a problem issue in your air in this area you yeah. can't tell you. It's like it's like I get my telephone number. You see, is there something? I just say, okay, we've had an issue in this area, or or, or something. And and I think that that's the th- that's the thing that really made me upset. And when you talked to me, it really made my made me angry. It made me upset, and and it made me think, okay, you're taking my niceness for granted, and I can still be nice, and I can still be pleasant. Mm-hmm. But I can also have have a growl and a bark to my bite and fuck around with me, and I'll let you know that I'll be all I, I, I'll be all up in your mentions. I'll be beating on your door. You go, you gonna see my ass every day. I'm gonna be calling. That's why I why they called you because I called up there and raised hands. Yeah, and you know, and I had to call you off of the letter writing because you know when we write letters to things, people get put out of business in less than 24 hours, and I could not have that happen to you verse karen i i love the company they do a good job you know i didn't want to suddenly make them be completely out of business because that's all it takes is one letter next thing you know there's no fucking you verse you know and i can't that's too much responsibility too many people depend on him for us, Cam. We yeah, need he, AT&T he, to yeah, stay he, in business. Yeah, he pulled me off. Y'all y'all just don't know because, honey, I was over here looking for emails and trying to find a customer service email to find. I, honey, I, honey, I was on it. Yep. Um. All right, so check this out. Mm-hmm. Stuff happened today. Okay. Woke up this morning. The first thing I saw, I didn't even know about this story. Um, and apparently people only care about it now because uh, uh, like a fifth uh a person has been involved and he's actually good at football but um apparently there was a campus rape at vanderbilt um it's one of prestige universities ain't it 
prestigious sure um a fifth vanderbilt football player along with two california men were arrested in connection with an alleged rape in a dorm room in nashville tennessee uh on campus vanderbilt commodores wide receiver chris boyd 21 turned himself in to nashville police this morning after he was indicted for allegedly trying to help four of his former teammates engineer a cover-up in the case which has now resulted in the four being charged with rape according to the nashville police department oh my now that has to be the word like i'm always interested in how exactly people become um accessories to shit like i watch snapped all the time and i'm always interested in like how do you become an accessory to someone else's crime because nothing good came of this for him Mm-mm. you know he wasn't involved in it or anything so it was just crazy to see that he was even dealing with that shit you know just the thing as far as as far as the law is concerned once you're aware and you cover up you're an accessory like as far as they're concerned you didn't notify nobody you're an accessory right um Brandon Vanderberg, 20, of Indio, California. Corey Batty, 19, of Nashville. Brandon Banks, 19, of Brandywine, Maryland. And Jaborian McKenzie, 19, of Woodville, Mississippi, where he's charged with five counts of aggravated rape and two counts of aggravated sexual battery. The four men are charged with raping an unconscious 21-year-old victim in Vanderberg's Gillette House dorm room June 23rd, police said. They were dismissed from the team on June 29th and banned from campus pending a six-week investigation. Boyd is accused of taking part in an attempt to cover up of the sexual assault after he allegedly gave advice to certain defendants who were indicted last week. He is charged with one felony count of being accessory after the fact. Mm-hmm. Now, see, this is the thing, right? Because people, in, in, for, in no way am I defending this, but I'm always interested in how you become an accessory because I think a lot of people don't know that what you're doing is being an accessory because you don't think how this is going to be framed in the court of law. Mm-hmm. And especially men, when it comes to sexual assault, because men aren't really even taught about sexual assault, Mm-mm. not even if it's just protect yourself by, by not doing things that make you even look guilty. Ain't that the truth. They're not taught about it at all. So you think like, I just gave my dude bro some advice on how to not get caught by the police and it's like yeah um that dude's a rapist and you just are an accessory after the fact trying to help him out mm-hmm. you're not a lawyer because you're not- you didn't look at him sideways and be like get the fuck away from me what are you talking about i will not give you advice in fact let me call 911 and tell them what the fuck you just told me yeah you're not a legal counsel your, your job isn't to give him advice Mm-mm. you know when people tell you they got caught up in some shit if you believe they didn't do it you just go well that's fucked up man you don't go uh well what you want to do is hide the sheets over at blah blah nah mm-hmm. you know uh he was booked into david county county sheriff's office this morning and later released on twenty five thousand bond dollars bond no one's gonna ask where he got that money from because uh you know the ncaa didn't care about that because he's able to play vanderbilt issued a statement friday in light of the indictment saying boy was suspended from the team pending further review boy was indicted friday along with miles finley 19 of bermuda does california and jose quinzio 20 of palm desert california who were arrested and charged with one felony count each of tampering with evidence so who knows they were trying to get rid of something for these guys maybe these guys are still in jail who knows 
both philly and quincy were arrested and taken into custody where they are being held as fugitives wanted by the state of tennessee the two men whose bond was set at one hundred and fifty thousand dollars are acquaintances of vanderberg vanderberg remains jailed on three hundred and fifty thousand dollars bond so yeah it sounds like the guy's still in jail and he's like look i need y'all to get rid of some shit some evidence or whatever for me and here's what here's what you need to do and uh they got caught doing that for a this this you're doing this for a rapist possibly mm-hmm. and the shit didn't even involve you Mm-mm. why wouldn't you just go i'm staying i'm not even telling you call the police turn them in i'm not even gonna say that i i, I probably would but i'm not gonna say that just walk the fuck away like dude i don't want anything to do, do with, with this. this that's right lose my number this is crazy okay like you're when because you tell you, me to get rid of evidence all i can think is you did this shit right get rid of evidence you know hey take my car and get it clean why am i doing that you, you know like why can't you take your own car to get it clean i thought you was innocent bro what are you doing the arraignment is set for august 21st although mckenzie who has already pleaded not guilty and waived his right to appear at arraignment it is possible that other acquaintances may also face charges as investigation remains open and active. We're looking at all persons who may have been involved in this event before, during, and after the fact, Nashville Police uh, Department Chief Steve Anderson said. Additional charges cannot be ruled out. Um, one of the things I'll take, well, two things. When we talked about Steubenville, mm-hmm. I remember the first thing I said was a lot of people are upset and they're saying, rape culture and i agree it's rape culture for sure but what people are glossing over is sports culture and how much that how much sin is washed over by sports sports. especially basketball and football right especially the two money-making sports there are a lot i'm probably probably thousands of victims out there that have never came forth and have never said anything the university has had to shut them down you know that they, they harass them i mean well because one so many rapes go unreported yes that when guys start talking about this shit on some well she shouldn't have been passed out she shouldn't have been drunk why was she down that house they don't realize they're probably talking about a friend right into her face. Or yep. When you tweet about it, someone that follows you on Twitter. When you talk about it on Facebook, someone from Facebook. When you talk about it in first in person, someone in your family. When you talk about it over dinner, possibly the woman you are sleeping with right now. And they don't report it and they don't talk about it because they've been shamed mm-hmm. into it. By contrary, throw that, flip that over. You are also talking about thousands of people who are rapists who are walking around free 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 like i i won't lie continue to rape when i hear people start giving excuses and explanations for why this rape shit is kind of reasonable understandable Mm -mm. if you're a dude i start thinking huh well you're a rapist Hmm, that is odd to try to reason this out this seems repulsive to me and uh every all of them aren't reported so it's a good chance you could be one Yep. And you've adopted this rationale to try to justify your actions in the past or yes, in the future. That's right. So shit like that, you know, I think about all the time. So when I read stories like this, like I said, the first thing that came to mind was here's sports culture again. Mm-hmm. Hey, you can win some football games. It's, you know, it's brotherhood. We're all here on the field. These are my former teammates. Let me help them cover up a rape. Man, sports ain't got shit to do with that. At a, 
at all at okay. all at all and, and 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 it's amazing at the end of the day how many adults like grown ass people men and women will cover up shit for the sake and for the name of sports fuck your sports yeah if this was just frat guys this shit probably wouldn't even make the paper Mm-mm. and certainly no one would care about it but it's sports mm-hmm. once you relate it to football no matter how bad vanderbilt football is ain't that the truth once you relate it to football people are like hold up wait a minute let's talk about this right so that's the only reason talking about are, it all the time yeah that's the only reason people are talking about it in the first place because it involves sports the other thing i was thinking about too is how fucking it's like i could i'm not I can already read the, isn't it tragic that this football player wasted his future on something like this? He would risk his future involving trying to protect the rape. Isn't that sad? I can already see that. You know what I I can already see the, he's the victim. It's sad because his future. I know he's not, Karen. But it's sad because that's that's what people are going to do. Remember, when okay, Steuben- okay, try to paint the picture a certain way. Yeah, yeah. remember Steubenville? What the the fucking news? CNN covered it live, covered the verdict, and said it was tragic that those boys weren't gonna be able to play football and and go free and and have a future in college. And I'm like, you mean those fucking rapists? That's right. Are we, when did we start feeling bad for that? Yeah. When, when did we start saying rape is okay? We don't mind you raping folks. How tragic for you rapists that you would have to go to prison because you're doing a rape because you put your dick in something that didn't want it there yeah. or couldn't consent. So sad that you could not make a better decision, you know? And then the third thing I was thinking about, and this is, uh, a more general thing and every time i bring it up i always it gets it doesn't get very much traction uh not a lot of people want to talk about this shit because so many people participate in it but um this is one of the major issues i think college in general has with the party atmosphere alcohol drugs you know drinking to excess passing out and young people and i think a lot of people are self-medicating i think a lot of people have no fucking business being there i think college can be a sham in most cases because of shit like this it's a four to five year party for a lot of people yes it is and you're young and you're fucking stupid and you're taking stupid ass chances like this and i'm not saying uh anything to justify what these guys did i think these guys are scum and they gotta go to prison but there's a ton of people out here who are going to the edge of fucking consent with alcohol and shit and they're only like 18 17 19 and they're getting blitzed out of their fucking minds and people are fucking and shit and some of them are like it was consensual some of them like it's not some of them are really waking up the next day like i don't know i don't remember i don't even know if we had sex where am i Right. Who am I? And it's like this shit will never be addressed because this has become the retreat for people with a little access to money or the ability to take out a, a student loan. It has become the thing. College now is just a four year party for a lot of people, a five year party even. While you're just accumulating debt that you'll never be able to pay off in some cases. Ain't that the truth? Is but that's all it is for a lot of people is I got fucked up. 
you know and they carry this with them for the rest of their their lives lives. you know i feel like this is an american problem that gets glossed over because it's like oh it's just part of culture man yay we got beers dude and it's like yeah um people out here gang raping motherfuckers ain't that the truth and other people that weren't even involved are helping cover it up because it's part of the college culture it's part Mm -hmm. of sports culture and all that stuff it's just amazing that that people just do that you know and i and i haven't even looked at the comments i haven't gotten any debates on anybody i guarantee you're gonna have the boys will be boys women need to protect themselves and there's literally at least three people here that are accessories after the fact that just seem to not understand how fucking serious this entire situation was yeah and 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 the thing is like i said before and i really mean don't rape bitches and i've said that before and i mean just don't just, do, just it, it put like this if you got to question it just don't and it's one of them things like we said women are always taught you got to do everything in your power to prevent somebody from overpowering you overtaking you somebody's bigger and stronger than you you got to prevent that how the fuck is she supposed to do that and then when it does happen it's still your fault that you allowed yourself to get raped okay that makes no goddamn sense and like i said we're not even talking about it you know what i mean like no i'm i'm a male a lot of listeners they've written in before when we've talked about this topic dudes don't get any rape talk no they don't women always get them every always every woman i know from the time they were a fucking little girl to now they have the hey you gotta be careful hey don't drink around all those people you don't know hey don't do this meanwhile we're just glossing over the fact that most rapes happen from people that you do know mm-hmm. most rapes happen for for not just someone jumping out of the bushes mm-hmm. boyfriend not, not just some some rohypnol in your glass while you're sitting uh at the bar your friend that you trust your people that you think are cool with you dates these are where rapes happen so we but we still teach women you know walk in pairs like that's gonna solve the problem no we have to talk to dudes we have to talk to little boys and change the culture into you can't fucking do this even a questionable level of consent is not acceptable for you no it's you're gonna have to learn to walk away with your dick hard and go I don't think that woman was capable of saying yes in her condition. Yeah, and that's true. And 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 I and I think from I guess from my perspective, if she cannot consent or she's not at at a at a point where it's like yes, yes, or passed out, and 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 I think to me the uh, especially being a woman, it just upsets me at how many men and women really don't know what rape is and a lot of women don't even know or realize that they've been raped and that's where it 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 gets it gets sad to me and it's one of those things where uh a lot of people put like this because it's a vagina issue most men unless the man has been raped most men don't have to deal with the repercussions and and the devastation that you have put in this woman's life you know what you know what's funny most men are dealing with it because you know somebody and you don't like you don't know because they don't always talk about it they don't tell you 
you know people who have been scarred by this shit you just don't fucking think about it because you're in an entitled environment and world where you feel like it's not your issue it's your fucking issue yes it is the second you have a daughter it's your issue the second you have a wife it's your issue second you have a girlfriend a cousin a sister your mom your mother it's an issue so yeah we should talk to boys about this shit man and it and like I said, to to a certain extent, people like this think it's not a big deal because we're taught it's not a big deal. We're taught this is what boys do. Stick by your brothers. You're, this is, you know, hey, bros are for hoes. That's what it's about. You know what I mean? Help your friend cover up a fucking rape because you never think of it that way. You just, oh, this trick, this she tripping, man. We're just going to take the car, wash it off, get rid of evidence. What? What? Why, why are you calling me? Ain't that the truth? But yeah, this dude, um, who knows? I mean, and the one that's going to the NFL or that had the promising prospects, uh, who knows how to work out for him? Cause it seems like people kind of take care of folks like that. You know? Yeah, they did with Ben. Yeah. So we'll see how good he is at football, basically. He better be great. Cause if not, no. He good enough. He probably, probably nothing will happen to him, which is another reason why sports culture is so dangerous especially when you mix it with stuff like this it's just so dangerous man um you know who has a lot of gay sex these days karen who bugs oh shit insect sex may be fairly simple fluttering dances clasping abdomens a quick mount on a forest floor what is she reading the bug porno description but as <laughs> but a new review of homosexual insect encounters suggests the acts may not be that straightforward for the individuals involved Researchers have widely examined homosexual behavior in mammals and birds. They have, but have addressed it less frequently in insects and spiders. To assess the range of evolutionary explanations for strange sex, for same sex intercourse in the invertebrate world, a team of biologists at Tel Aviv University in Israel and Swiss Federal Institute of Technology in Zurich, Switzerland, examined roughly 100 existing studies on the topic and compiled the first comprehensive review of homosexuality in invertebrates. The review was published earlier this month in the journal Behavioral Ecology and Sociology. The team focused on male-male interactions to simplify the to simplify the analysis and found that most of the encounters occurred as accidents, whereas larger animals had developed more complicated homosexual motivations like maintaining alliances, which has been found in certain primate and seagull species. In- insects seem to mistakenly partake in it in a hasty attempt to secure mates. So gay insects are like republic congressmen republican congressmen in bathrooms <laughs> you know it's always a mistake you know hey i just have a wide pen stance and next thing you know i was asking dude to blow me but <laughs> it's not it was not on it's not on purpose i was in a rush any hole would do any hole you just happen to have one sir they have evolved to make quickly and dirty study co-founder Anand Scharf. I have a, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, do they have male on male? How do they reproduce? Or they, they just don't. turn into a female? No, male on male is not reproductive sex, Karen. It's gay sex. Oh. They have a hot sweat. Oh, so it's, so it's just here's a whole, I'm a hump in it. And, and, and if you're female, good. If you're male, sorry, you got a little bit of bug sperm on you. Right. Okay. I just want to be sure. They grab every opportunity to mate that they have because if they become slow, they give up an opportunity to mate. In some cases, males carry... Oh, hold, hold, hold. You got a hold? You got a hold I can use? 
in some cases males carry around the scent of females they have just made it with sending confusing signals <laughs> to other pursuing males ah! oh smell my antenna dog smell my antenna mm-hmm. you say mm, that that what what kind of cologne is that is that perfume <laughs> oh yeah i gotta hit that it's like the transvestite you know <laughs> the hitter is like was that a mustache on that praying mantis i guess so in other cases males and females too late look, now in other cases males and females look so similar to one another that males cannot tell if a potential mate is a female until he mounts her and protects protect pre- prepares for the act <laughs> sometimes such extreme and that's what eddie murphy said sometimes such extreme indiscrimination leads to mating with inanimate objects as has been observed by beetles trying to mount glass bottles wow the glass bottle looks like a huge female to them they just try to mate with whatever gives them a vague impression of an opportunity (laughs) if it's round i can stick my dick in it i'm on it then they call their football playing brothers to cover up the fact that this bottle will not shut up and go away Mm -mm. other studies do however show evidence of more give him advice just roll it over the corner and break it Mm -hmm. show however others go away (laughs) other studies do however show evidence of more intentional and malicious motivations behind homosexual insect sex say that six times fast Mm. male male butterflies moths and wasp for example use same-sex encounter to distract competitors from potential female mates so they have sex with you and then you go oh i just had sex with a badass moth and then they go, no, you had sex with me, a man. And they show you the Adam's apple. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the music. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> right. And then the music by Boy George comes on. <laughs> like, uh, wait a minute. What kind of what kind of wasp has a penis? Gotcha, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Got rid of my competition. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't go no more because you just let free. Since the male insect anatomy is not designed to accept male genitals, improper penetration can cause bodily damage to an aggressive competing male. This anatomy blocker is not a simple for not a problem for all species, since not all insect sex involves penetration. Even so, one study found that certain in- male insects had developed female-like genitals to lower the risk of damage from homosexual penetration wow it was like you know what i'm tired of this let me just form a vagina right uh on the other hand female female homosexuality appears to have a separate set of motivation and deserves a whole separate analysis oh lord in general female female interactions seem to be more intentional than male male interactions am i right fellas come on dude's just trying to stick that stuff in there we don't be like hey you a woman i'm a woman you see my titties i see your titties girl in fact let's rub them in fact, one study found that certain female beetles mount each other to look larger and attract more mates. Now, you know, this is something I've seen in bars quite often. Uh, two females will mount each other. <laughs> and all of a sudden, every dude in the bar goes over there to be like, what is going on here, ladies? Mm-hmm. This was popping. The frequency of homosexual behavior in insects will also remain unclear. However, more cases have been observed in the lab than in the field. This could indicate the behavior occurs during stressful, isolating conditions. But more work is needed to confirm this idea. So, like, bug prison is where bug, the bug booty warrior is at. Oh, Lord, that's not a place I want to go. Mm-hmm. 
I like you. If I and I want you. And I fly over there and I take it. <laughs> I see you wearing your wings sagging kind of low. Mm-hmm. That's a turn on no, for I me. I like it like that. While the possibility. I like the way you flap your wings on your back. Yeah. While the possibility that any sort of sexual encounter could induce pleasure in insects may seem unlike in insects may seem unlikely, uh, the the scientist doesn't rule this out. I don't know if they enjoy things or not, or if they feel fear. They have some stress hormones and they sense it, but whatever whether they can define this as fear, pleasure, or pain is very difficult to say. So that's right, man. Bugs out here getting gay, y'all. I guess so. Let me tell you about the best hate crime of all time, Karen. What's that? A Seattle man accused of holding a stranger at gunpoint during a chance encounter at Green Lake now faces hate crime and assault charges. Oh, snap. King County prosecutors claim Chikwanha E. Nayashahu. Shanu. Chikwanwan. What do we, huh? <laughs> Chikwanha E. Nayashanu. Ooh, what a name. Bow Chikwanha E. Nayashanu. Thank you. Uh, pointed a pistol at a passerby near the Green Lake community center demanded the other man apologize for all the things white people did to black people (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) all of them you 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 apologize for everything we we ain't got all day (laughs) i gotta go to work monday (laughs) i'll be here forever sir i apologize for how we stole the blues okay uh it was very uncalled for. I wonder if he was like, also, I want sincere apologies. I, you can't just name a list. I want sincere apologies for everything. Um, I want to apologize for me, for my mama, for my cousins, for my daddy, for right. my uncle. I want you to apologize all the niggas in jail. I want you to apologize for everything that ever happened to any black people in America. <laughs> Do it now. Start with, uh, start with apologizing. For how bad the last Spike Lee movie was. <laughs> uh, prosecutors say Naishanu, 35, may have pointed a pistol at several others in the park before race, the race-based assault. Oh, shit. According to charging papers, the other man was walking near the East Green Lake Center at 9.15 p.m. on August 11th when Naishanu approached him and pointed a pistol at him. Naishanu demanded the man apologize for all things white people did to black people. Speaking with police... The man said Nayashanu pointed the gun at his stomach for 15 to 20 seconds. The man said he offered Nayashanu his wallet, which Nayashanu refused while demanding the apology. According to the charging papers, Nayashanu walked away after the man apologized profusely. He did it, too. Yeah, he's like, I ain't trying to get shot. I'm so sorry that we took Soul Train off the air. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it, too. Uh, I like black quarterbacks too. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I apologize about Auntie Mama. I'm so sorry. I didn't know they were gonna change oodles and noodles to Raymond's pride. <laughs> it doesn't I'm even rhyme. I'm so sorry they made Jerry Curls go away. I like Jerry Curls. <laughs> I apologize for Eminem taking over the rap game. I apologize for jelly shoes. You strap them shits on your feet and they make your feet sweat. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I apologize for the sale on Birkenstocks <laughs> that we had at Old Navy. I didn't know. I apologize that we think catfish is the only fish that black people eat. 
I love fried chicken too. I do. I swear to God. I swear to God. I just had me a one minute slice today. I apologize for my podcast being racist. <laughs> and I apologize that I had to take it down. I know every time I said nigger for Riley Cooper wasn't appropriate. I know. I'm so sorry. Um, so yeah, the man told police he was scared out of his mind, but believed Niall Shanu approached him at random. He thought the suspect picked him out only because he was there and that if someone else would have been there, he would have done the same to him. The detective said in the court papers, the man oh. said he did not believe the attack was racially motivated. Dude, bro, no, it was racial. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. That shit was definitely racial. I'm, I'm sorry, sweetie. Yeah. He didn't even want your money. No, he didn't want your money. He just wanted a sincere, I'm sorry. That's it. I'm sorry for Trayvon Martin. I don't even like George Zimmerman or Fox News. <laughs> Please. I like hoodies too. I wear them all the time in the rain. Stop it, Frisk is wrong. It's wrong. I swear to God, it's wrong. I don't want nobody stopping and frisking me. Um, so he said, um, Police arrested Nayashanu after shocking him with a stun gun. Oh, shit. <laughs> According to charging papers, a pistol fell from his clothing as he was stunned by police. The alleged victim subsequently identified Nayashanu as his assailant. The detective noted a loaded pistol was recovered from the scene. A search of Nayashanu's backpack uncovered more ammunition. Jailed on $500,000 bail, Nayashanu has been charged with second-degree assault as well as malicious harassment. Washington's hate crime law, the prosecutors contend Niall Shano targeted the man because of his race. Mm-hmm. Uh, check the Seattle 911 con- All right, so yeah. Which is wrong. That, that poor white dude, minding his business, whistling while he's work. He made all that whistling stop, didn't he? Mm-hmm. He was... <laughs> oh, wait a minute, a gun? Oh, yeah. shit! Apologize, white man! I'm like... I just black rage. I, I was just listening while I was working. What's the what's? I don't understand the problem here. Apologize for Mario Van Peebles never making another good movie. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> apologize for Al B. Sure trying to bring back the light skinned brothers. Apologize. Take back Soul Play. <laughs> you better take it back, motherfucker. I will pull this trigger. I'm not playing. Shoot you in the gut, white man. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like new gun laws will get passed if black people just started walking around with guns, making white people apologize for shit. Oh, oh, there will be no gun. They would take them shit and dump them in the ocean. Mm-mm. Yeah, stand your ground will be over in five minutes. They're like, fuck your Second Amendment rights. We didn't know the niggas wouldn't get hold of the guns. Here's a quick article. Uh, Mark Wahlberg told Justin Bieber to pull your pants up and stop smoking weed. Uh... I feel like that makes Mark Wahlberg one of the coolest white people of all time. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's my thing is it's always us, the black people that get hit with that pull your pants off, you're never gonna be anything. You know, what's wrong? Why do the kids have to do this? Stop smoking weed, you're looking stupid. If you're never gonna get anywhere in life. Justin Bieber is on top of the game and Mark Wahlberg's like, Man, if you don't pull your fucking pants up, <laughs> Out here making a goddamn race look bad. Come on, boy. Yeah, you're setting white people back. Uh, got so, all them means and you still ain't got no damn sense. Uh, I like it, though. Uh, he said, Justin, are you listening? Don't be so naughty. Yeah. Be a nice boy. Pull your trousers up and make your mom Man, proud. Trousers? Yeah. <laughs> Stop smoking all that weed, you little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to you, brother. Oh, man. That was good. 
that was good apparently he was just joking around but i appreciate it i do too uh let's see what else we got here guess it's about time to get oh wait no here's one that's not guess the race a north california man accused of downloading illegal images to his cell phone while being interrogated has pleaded not guilty to possessing thousands of child porn files so he was downloading while i was resting him they were asking him about his child porn as he was downloading more child porn oh shit they're like why do you keep looking at your phone like that listen man why, 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 why does your phone keep playing sesame street rhymes right the picture isn't mine okay now why, why is there a picture of barney strapped on with the child with the dildo sir um you got to explain this that's just what sesame street does these days <laughs> it's just elmo having sex with little kids Mm-hmm. you haven't watched in a long time karen i'm at home every day i know i guess so then i'm way out the loop mm-hmm. um but yeah he uh the 48 year old walter lewis gavert the third wept briefly during his court arraignment friday man i hope the first and the second ain't alive no they don't want to see this Mm-mm-mm. gavert came under scrutiny in july when the silicon valley internet crimes against children task force Cold police about him. The investigators searched his home and found thousands of child porn images on a computer and cell phones. Gaffer was arrested Wednesday. Santa Cruz Deputy Police Chief Steve Clark said that when investigators searched the cell phone Gaffer had on him during a police interview, they found he was actually downloading child porn. He was probably mad. It's like it's eighty percent done. No, don't hit stop. He was. Uh Boulder Creek faces man faces up to three years in prison if convicted. Only three years. Wow. Hmm. Seems very short very very short all right man it's time for some guest the race karen let's do this let me play my guest the race music because you know we can't go anywhere without the official music That's right. It's time for Guess the Race, the game that is sweeping the nation where we read or play news articles for you guys and you guess the race of the people involved. Today's contestants are the chat room. That's right. Dasmond Hill will be playing as well as Nick Jew. Hopefully good luck to all our contestants and I hope you all uh, are able to win the home prize for Guess the Race. Here we go first article for guess the race first one this happened in oshkosh the woman accused of shooting her walmart co-worker was upset that the victim was moved to an easier job in the liquor department i didn't realize it was an easy job in the liquor department unless she drank it yeah it's like i got to kill this bitch because you moved to the liquor department <laughs> what is that it's like oh you give me the hard liquor what they got the soft liquor what kind of stress does that put on a manager when he's figuring out who's doing what on the shift it's like all right uh raylene you're in the liquor department oh hell no i killed that bitch whoa hold on a second uh (laughs) nadine you do it instead i did it last week make her ass do some shit get my gun get the cap and everybody up in here i know you ain't putting her in layaway i know this <laughs> motherfucker is not putting up, where's my knife get my shanking knife uh <clears throat> the possible motive and other details of the shooting wednesday wednesday inside the neenan store 
was laid out on a criminal complaint filed monday in winnebago county court against justine boyd justine boyd guess the race the 46 year old greenville woman who was charged with attempted first degree intentional homicide appeared in court monday for a bond hearing that was postponed until today so boyd could apply for a court appointed attorney it appears to be from all evidence i've seen an isolated incident between these two regarding what looks to be a dispute over positions at walmart there's evidence that the defendant was upset that the victim got a position in the liquor store and easier cash register well that's as good a reason to shoot somebody ah oh she don't gotta do returns fuck that bullshit where is where's my 45 and you making me do the lottery tickets (laughs) cigarette desk oh fuck no get my 20 get my heat somebody died tonight you has not put me back here in the barbecue department the victim sharon gofart 56 of nina was lying behind a counter soaked in blood slipping <gasps> in and out of consciousness when police arrived after the shooting about eleven fifteen a.m but responded justine justine when asked who had shot her another employee told jacob sorry that justine was justine boyd a co-worker who had returned to her cash register and resumed working after shooting galar with a handgun <laughs> Well, you know, you oh, know. so she started the job she was just complaining about. She was doing it. Well, she went and worked at her old. Pa- yeah, she went and worked at her her cash her cashier register that she hated. So she was like, she got a fifteen minute break, went and shot the other woman, and then came back and started working at that job she didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. I just like the idea of going and continuing to work. Like, yeah, yeah, you didn't leave the premises. They got cameras every fucking way at walmart i yeah. guarantee you you are on film shooting her honey like did she take the light off at the register at least so people wouldn't stand in line waiting on the woman to get up from blood <laughs> yes ma'am ma'am please ma'am and walmart walmart's customers uh, 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 i know i shop there every now and then they're so dense ma'am ma'am i know you covered in blood but can i please get some customer service <laughs> ma'am please i've been waiting 15 minutes i know you about to die and pass out i just came but- up here for some liquor Okay. I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, can't you at least do a price check before you die? Damn. Just hit the button. I'll do the debit. Okay. But I need this wine. Yes. Uh, uh, so, um, she returned her cash register. When two Nina police officers arrested Boyd inside the store, they found she had a cocked and loaded six sour, a sire? Okay. Semi automatic handgun in the front right pocket of her shirt. The front right pocket? Oh shit. They also discovered a loaded Taurus Rossi 38 special revolver in her bag, as well as additional ammunition for both guns in the bag and shirt pockets. Boyd's husband told investigators his wife had asked him, how many times should you shoot someone if you want to take them down? Two in the chest, one in the head is what he told her. Wow. And he never thought about it again. Nope. See, Keeman or Seaman said. That's how you become an accessory for real. <laughs> Yeah, they're seeking a $1 million bond. Uh, Jeffrey remained in, remained in critical condition at Theater's Clark Medical Center in Nina. Gopher's body, boyfriend told an investigator that she had recently told him that boy was upset with her moving to the liquor store position. And this is what I got to say, man. Um, this is how women be at work. Am I right, fellas? I mean, they always take everything so serious and they have that one bitch that they just hate. That is trying to destroy them, and finally it was true. Yeah. Finally it came true 
somebody really was out to destroy somebody at work kill him i wonder if her boyfriend feels bad for rolling his eyes whenever she came in and she's like that girl is crazy she is trying to destroy me he's like whatever i know it's the end of the world she's trying to take you out i've been to this conversation before you don't understand i i got moved to liquor okay and she threatened to shoot me sure she did i get a 25 cent raise you don't understand this is serious in a walmart game did you write an email to your boss because calm down handle it <laughs> like a woman this is not the time to get emotional and then he got that call like uh she got shot dog so um guess the race everybody in the chat room of the woman who shot the other walmart employee uh justine boyd 46 years old uh trigger happy walmart greeter white lady standing her ground this sounds so black but that name justine fuck it i'm going saltine one who snaps one who snaps on a one three rhythm don't snap galactic grasshopper who took the crabs in the barrel philosophy way too far mother of a dude bro there was a point where i'd fight someone for a 25 cent raise though says serious black (laughs) two guns white she's two guns she got she's white okay she still has work ethic to go back on the clock white moonshine toilet wine bootlegging white black sauce and ground black pepper colored the correct answer is is white so for everybody to guess white there was a few blacks in there if you guess black terrible wrong just terrible guys uh let's check uh the next article um a man who had contributed money to buy beer along with his friends became angry when he did not get any change back and fatally shot one of his friends and critically wounded another over the weekend oh snap gomaro torres 31 was ordered held without bail after being charged with the shootings that happened about 11 30 p.m on august 16th Officials said in court today he was charged with first-degree murder, attempted first-degree murder, and aggravated battery with a deadly weapon. Torres was at home uh, when Torres and other members of his group, including Jose de la Fuente, went to sit, were, were sitting at a picnic table in the yard. After drinking several beers, Torres became angry about beer money and began ver- a verbal argument. A short time later... Torres left the group, went to his home on the same block, returned with a loaded 9mm semi-automatic handgun. He stated that he was angry and that when he returned, the victims laughed at him, drinking his beer. They're all going to laugh at you. <laughs> They're all going to laugh at you. I really can't wait to see the Carrie remake, by the way. <laughs> you can watch it by yourself. I, I can't wait. As soon as he returned to this, his group of friends, he immediately began to fire his gun at Jose De La Fuente. De La Fuente was stuck in the abdomen and later died. Oh. As Torres fired, another friend tried to stop Torres from shooting, but as he approached, Torres turned the gun on him. Oh, shit. The friend was shot in the hand, abdomen, leg, and right hip and was taken to... Damn, he got shot a lot. Oh, shit. And was taken into critical condition. After shooting the friend, the third man was able to subdue Torres. Torres struggled. He pistol whipped the third friend several times in the head with the butt of the gun. Damn. So, yeah. Guess the race, chat room. Guess the race. His face is jacked up. Yeah. He was shooting everybody for drinking his beer. He's like, I just want my dollars, man. I want my two dollars. 
I prefer Dos Equis Latino. Live in La Vida Loco. Yeah. It's not every day that I shoot a man, but when I do, I prefer Dos Equis. <laughs> Highway fruit engineer who uses his back to rinse the merchandise before sales are complete. A pinto Aww. bean who hung out too long with too many frat bros. Vato Loco. Scarface from Half Baked on a grad day. Shoot you, shoot you, shoot you. You're cool. <laughs> One of the South American friends, or our South American friends, a Vin Diesel Hispanic, lettuce picking, house building, Home Depot changing, churro, hanging churro. Oh my. Owner of Yoketo Taco Bell dog, an extra from the training day bathtub scene, Latino and Puerto <laughs> Rican. The correct answer is Latino. All of you got it right, I believe. Yes, they did. Good job, everybody. Let's get into some bonus guest the race. Hey. Double the race. Double the race. Double the race. And double the points. That's right, guys. It's double the racism. Yeah, double so, so, so if you miss one, you, you can get back even now. Here's your chance. <clears throat> Yesterday, we talked about a man who was flashing women on the Venice Beach, leaving notes and promising hundreds of dollars to be able to suck their asses. Mm-hmm. He just wants to kiss those booties, guys. Is that a crime? Yes, it is. Why, yes, it is crime. Uh, well, also in Florida. Oh, Florida. When law enforcement increased their patrols to catch a serial beach masturbator in Venice, in Venice, uh, seems their efforts paid off. They caught Albert Hickerson, age 76, who was allegedly exposing himself at Casperson Beach. Hickerson was busted Friday afternoon when cops said they caught him sitting at a picnic table fully exposed. The other beach flasher was, oh my. Mm-hmm. the other beach flasher was also found last week. Uh, so, uh, yeah, they're flashing everybody out there in their bikinis, ain't they? <laughs> they were looking for another, Women. they were looking for the other flasher and found this dude. Get yeah. the race. <laughs> Yeah, guess the race of this dude that they found. Oh, so they were looking for the first one and ended up finding the second one? Right. <laughs> it was like, yeah, we're looking for a dude with a tattooed dark hair. Hold up, is that a dick? Come with us, sir. Come with us. <laughs> Apparently, it's your lucky day. Yes, we were already looking for dicks, and you happen to stick yours out. You're coming with us today. Maybe he thought, well, they'll never catch me now. They're too busy looking for the other semen bandit. Mm-mm. Why no dick fit the description too. They're all dicks in our books, sir. Leonard Brother says whiter than ghost semen. Oh my. Grandpa, no, white. Casper the friendly ghost owns every cop the uh, every copy of Watch My Mom Go Black BBC Envy Cracker. Winkle Winkle Wrinkled Up White. Snow Rabbit. <laughs> whiter than dental floss on a set of porcelain veneers. <laughs> oh, now that, that's a, that's, that's a description. White. The correct answer is white. It was a white dude, y'all. And get claps, booze. Uh, let's see. Did everyone get that right? I think they did. All right. Everybody got that one right. All right. Let's see if we can shake it up a little bit here. The father of a three-year-old boy who accidentally shot himself in the head with a loaded forty caliber Smith & Wesson backed the right to bear arms hours after losing his son on Sunday. Brian Holbrook of Michigan said, I have nothing wrong with guns. I still will still support the Second Amendment. 
he made his comments on his facebook page hours after his son shot himself in the head after finding a loaded gun at his home which was owned by joshua michael greenhill 30 years old wow uh the grieving father added that gun owners should keep their weapons secure and safe police said damon died after loaded finding a loaded gun in a closet at the family's home in dundee michigan gun under greenhill who lived at the house also has a permit had placed a weapon inside his closet in an unlocked case and he was charged he was charged today with careless discharging causing the injury of death mm-hmm. he faces up to two years in prison and a fine of two thousand dollars wow that's it taking um, a child's life he has no criminal record within five minutes the young boy had found the gun and pulled the trigger the police said the gun had pulled a bullet in the chamber already paramedics tried to revive him at the house he was taken to st joseph mercy hospital and our was pronounced dead at a hospital emergency room at 5 p.m so uh it's just weird that this guy felt the need to go on facebook and voice his like support of guns like it's fucked up where our priorities are in america because mm-hmm. it's not even about yeah like like the issue is bigger than that but people are so gun ho don't take my guns my child got care my child got killed by a gun a gun a gun owner not ser- not safely securing their gun and i still support it it's like you have the right to support it but you also need to push people being more held and more accountable and more responsible well, he did he did say gun safety people you know like he promotes gun safety he said he's not anti uh, second amendment now okay which i think a lot of people would expect him to be which you know is also kind of bullshit but yeah to me the more important crazy to me the craziest thing and this is the same thing i tell people and they always think i'm fucking tripping when i'm like people need to keep their parenting off of facebook mm-hmm. people need to stop being like this is how i discipline my child let me post it to youtube or some shit mm-hmm. like it's okay to have some internal thoughts yes it is you know i remember uh, i was listening to firestarter and k bad and those guys were kind of talking about how during the 60s you kind of got the you know some people are saying <clears throat> it kind of sucks because people don't know their neighbors anymore and there used to be a time when you would know your neighbor and stuff and i was thinking to myself I know people better now than I ever could have in the past because everybody's keep fucking telling you everything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, your your son dies and your, the first thing you do is like, let me get on Facebook so I can post my support of the Second Right Amendment. Like, your fucking son is dead. It's not a This ain't a good time to log out. This ain't a good time to just go thank y'all for the prayers and walk away. Like, crazy man yeah and also i think and 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 i don't know if it's a generational thing or what Mm -hmm. but i am of the generation where i don't mind sharing i don't mind posting i don't mind interacting on social media Mm -hmm. but there are some some things in life that does not need to be out in the public for everybody to see and to judge i there are some things that just it's not everybody's business every single aspect and thought of your life and then people turn around and get mad why are y'all judging me well you put it out in a public forum so people are going to judge yep um speaking of people judging after spending three years in jail awaiting trial on charges he murdered his wife by stabbing her 47 times valentino ionetti is a free man ionetti 63 was released from the sussex county jail wednesday at the prosecutor's office was unable to prove his case 
and requested that all criminal charges against the former Stanhope resident be dismissed. Ionetti's attorney, public defender Stephen Inslee, said the prosecutor's about face bolsters the claim that Ionetti has made since December 8th, 2009, when Pamela Ionetti's lifeless, blood-soaked body was found in the couple's single-family home on New Street. His wife of 37 years had killed herself. All but one of the stab wounds on Pamela Annette's body were found to have been superficial hesitation wounds. She inflicted on herself as she worked up the courage to exact a fatal blow. She also had ingested oxycodone that she was likely to have, likely to have an overdose on. She had taken between 20 and 40 pills. If not for stabbing herself, she might have died just from the drug she had taken. Citing that he was a forensic as, uh, that he's that forensic evidence recently uncovered this uh was recently uncovered by his office she probably wasn't feeling the stab wounds but the country's mm-hmm. medical examiner continues to pa- maintain pamela ionetti was the victim of a homicide and the case remains under investigation prosecutor gregory Mueller said uh charges against valentino ionetti could be reinstated because some reasonable doubt currently exists this office felt it was appropriate to dismiss the indictment pending further investigation we have not concluded necessarily that this was a suicide, only that there is some reasonable doubt at this time. While Pamela Ionetti had a prescription for oxycodone, it is uncertain how much of the painkiller she had ingested before her death. There were opiates found in her system. Numbers of pills she took. The numbers of pills she took is in question. Valentino Ionetti told authorities he found his wife's body in a bedroom floor in the couple Stanhope home. He reported his wife's death at 2 a.m. on the early Wednesday, uh, December on an early December day. An autopsy determined that she had been stabbed nearly four dozen times Don't mind it. in the neck and the chest, according to uh arrest affidavit. Authorities never talked about why Valentino Ionetti may have killed his wife. Although investigators questioned him for 20 hours, he always maintained his wife killed herself. The Ionettis moved to Stanhope 30 years ago, began have, having begun their married life in the Lake Hiawatha section of Parsippany, um, where they ran a company called VMP Home Improvements. The couple that had no history of domestic violence. My house really does sound like he might not have even done it. It don't sound like it's, it really. I mean, because it sounds like like the way they did the wound. I mean, because honestly, they're so good with science nowadays that they could tell if it was something that was she inflicted on herself or somebody inflicted on her. Yeah. Pamela Ionetti had been employed by Morris County for 17 years, including as a nursing supervisor um in october 2011 valentino ionetti rejected a plea deal that called for him to plead guilty to second degree aggravated manslaughter in exchange for 25 year prison sentence his trial on murder charges was to begin september 10th he spent three and a half years in jail for a crime he didn't commit wow wow do you get that money back do you get that time like how do you get compensated for that money that's the only way to you do can it. just lock me up for three and a half years and then drop the charges at the last moment and then bring them back if you feel like it and i just have to let that ride oh my god i can't that is a hell especially if you didn't murder your wife so you lost your wife to suicide and then this is what happens to you next yeah and you probably have to sit for the rest of your life going they possibly might decide to do a cold case and reopen this shit and i got to go through this all fucking over again and possibly go back to jail Deputy Public Defender David Nafurio, or Nafuro, Furio, said that, or Nafurio, okay, David Nafurio, said he was, huh? I don't even understand how that's possible. I mean, you, oh, that's just, that's just fucked up that they can do that. Yeah. 
said he was grateful that the prosecutor's office agreed to take a second look at the case they did the right thing it was appropriate because someone's life was at stake in the meantime valentino ionetti now who is now living with friends is rebuilding his life yeah i'm sure he lost everything three and a half years yeah house home yeah. family cars i mean just nothing he lost family members his house and his wife he's virtually going to have to put his life back together again yes crazy guess the race uh mr valentino ionetti and tommy's not gonna get back yeah he was already old you know uh so let's see here one whose skin is the color of raw chicken and whose natural body odor smells like wet dog oh my italian stallion says nick jew um okay uh and uh nobody else is guessing baloney in the drain baloney in the rain what race is that mm-hmm. his I'm wife must white his wife must have been appalled blacker than the absence of light mullet wearing dukes has an aficionado who buys a case of beer for five dollars and gets changed back white white says aaron the correct answer is white And someone did guess black. Crowd isn't too pleased about that one. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's look at the last one before we throw it to Patrice. A samurai sword wielding, <laughs> knife throwing, Volusia County man attacked his mother's boyfriend after a missing can of shrimp. <laughs> oh shit, we're fighting over shrimp now. A missing can of shrimp. Well, shrimp are disappearing, guys. Are getting more and more all over the world. Jason Lifeman, 34, nobody was laughing when he had that sword, I'm sure. Mm-mm. Sword ratchetness of Deltona. Oh, Florida, son of a bitch, Florida. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Who knows? Just want to shake you by the shoulders. Uh, his, he's used, he used a sword to break down a door, then threw kitchen knives at family members after his mother's boyfriend accused him of taking a can of shrimp. You know what I say? The guilty throw the first sword. Laughman told deputies he didn't remember everything that happened during the fight because he went into code red and lost his temper. He said, code red, man. Race car in the red. <laughs> um, I'm, a, I'm a mushroom cloud dropping motherfucker, motherfucker. Uh, Michael Earhart, 52, and Laughman had a heated verbal argument before agreeing to go outside and engage in a physical fight. Laughman threatened Earhart with a statue, but the fight outside did not escalate past that. Oh, thinking the fight was over, Earhart returned to his bedroom with Laughman's mother to go bang it out, prove his dominance. <laughs> the couple was watching television when Laughman started breaking down the bedroom door with a samurai style metal sword. See, these people with these swords can't just take a loss and walk away. Nope. You know? Never. It's never that easy. Never. Once inside the bedroom, Laughman made threats that he would use the sword to hurt Earhart. The couple was able to claim Laughman down and that he left and he left the room, but returned almost immediately and started throwing two kitchen knives at Earhart. Earhart was able to escape the bedroom through a sliding glass door without being injured. During the investigation, Laughman complained of a chest pains. He was transported to Florida Fish Memorial Hospital. Wow, they sent him to the fish hospital. That's crazy. <laughs> Where are his gills? Where are his gills? Oh, he's going to die. You, you 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 think the shrimp rocked up to him with cocktail sauce going? I think you killed my brother. Mm-hmm. The shrimp probably left itself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
so yeah, that's no guess the race. It's just okay. sore ratchetness. It's just so sad Aww. to see this happen to people, you know. He's charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, remains in the hospital. Uh, today's podcast has been brought to you by adamandeve.com. That's right, guys. adamandeve.com, uh, is where all the sexy people go to get sexy toys. Uh, what you need to do is put in code TBGWT. We can go check out and you can get free. Well, you can get half off of anything you order. Then you get free shipping, three free DVDs and a free sensual gift. It helps us out when you guys use the code TBGWT at adamandeve.com. They continue to pay us, which means you guys are continuing to be some freaks. Ha <laughs> ha. Get it, y'all. Um, also. <laughs> Uh, go to tweakedaudio.com and use code TBGWT for free shipping, 33% off your order, and plus you get a lifetime guarantee with your headphones. The headphones come in all types of different shapes and sizes. They're all earbuds, but you get some that have mic connections. So if you have a smartphone where you can actually use it like, uh, like, uh, to answer, to answer your phone calls and things mm-hmm. of that nature. Uh, so make sure you guys check that out. Um, it's, uh, appreciate it just tbgwt at tweakedaudio.com thank you so much guys we'll be back tomorrow at 9 p.m until then uh i love you i love you too baby